Michael Murphy has walked the streets of New Orleans for his own pleasure for years, but he always has a notebook with him because he wants to share what he discovers with us in his guidebooks. He sets the stage this way, and he writes, several tales prevail as to where and how one of New Orleans' nicknames, the Big Easy, originated. Some assume it derives from the slow and easy way New Orleanians choose to live their lives. A New Orleans astrologer, Lynn Wilson, said of the city, New Orleans' value to the world lies in its charming dysfunctionality. The world doesn't need more Atlantas. However, the most consistent and reliable derivation seems to come from back in the day when musicians used to ride the rails looking for paying gigs in New York, Chicago, Memphis, and elsewhere. Musicians shared the sentiment that New Orleans was the number one place to go. They tabbed the city the Big Easy because there were so many bars, clubs, dance halls, and juke joints that any halfway decent musician would always have an easy time finding work. The same is true today. The first thing visitors often ask is, where can I go to hear live music? A better question would be, where can I go and not hear music? Music is everywhere in this city. It practically bubbles up from the streets, as famously claimed by Ellis Marsalis, jazz pianist and patriarch of the musical royal family in New Orleans. From the time you wake up to a jazz brunch and hear street musicians on the way there, until the last club closes along Frenchman Street past three in the morning, live music will be as much a part of your day as eating, drinking, and buying things you can't resist. For Michael Murphy, New Orleans is one of a kind, but that's not to say other cities can't be inspired by the power of the music scene to bring a community to life. That's why we may just hear the strains of this New Orleans anthem when we stroll through the streets of Scranton, August 6th, 7th, and 8th, during the 16th annual Scranton Jazz Festival. The event will feature jazz, blues, and world beat music, and it will be all through the town. Marco Marcinko, internationally known jazz musician, educator, and artistic director of the festival, stopped in at the WVIA studios to deliver equipment for this week's Pennsylvania Jazz Institute summer camp, taking place just down the hall from where we are. And that's in cooperation with Chiaroscuro, our jazz label. And Marco sat down with us to fill us in on the future of the festival, the present of the festival, and something of what happened last year. I'm totally, totally thrilled to be here in front of you, in the studio, not on Zoom, and not talking on the phone. It's so, so difficult to try to achieve things with students or with other professionals via Zoom. You know, Zoom was set up wonderfully to do meetings and to do chats with for the, for the voice. But if you try playing drum set, or trumpet or guitar or anything through Zoom without the proper assistance of interface units and great microphones, which students don't have, it's very difficult. We know you have students that are going to be here 
down the hall, but you are here to announce that you're going on with the 16th annual downtown Scranton Jazz Festival. Correct. How did you decide to navigate it this time? Well, because of COVID, of course, in the pandemic last year, we had to cancel it, just like everything had to cancel. But when the governor made the announcement that the state was going to open up around May 30th, it was time to say, look at no matter what, no matter where we're at with our fundraising or what have you, we must have the festival because people want to get out and they want to have this experience. They missed it so sorely last year. They really did. And emails reflected that. Messages on Facebook mentioned that. So we had to have it come back. And we did it in a, in a new way where we left doing it a main stage where a lot of the big acts would play just there at the main stage and we would gather a thousand people into one venue and we said okay let's make it more like a club like if you were in new orleans and you went from one club to another club in the french quarter or if in new york city you're in the west village and you went from one place to another place to see different acts let's do that in scranton so we got about 20 different venues together in the downtown scranton area they all jumped on board with this thing they loved the idea the chamber of commerce loved the idea the county loved the idea scranton tomorrow who partnered up with us they became a a partner this year with us they loved the idea so it really promotes our downtown it's going to help the economic development for the weekend in the downtown we're going to give everyone a giant fireworks display that's never happened before so on saturday night august 7th you'll get a fireworks display So music, live music, in person, in your face, on the streets, in the clubs, in the restaurants, in the bars, the coffee houses. Friday, starting at 6.30, going to midnight. Saturday, starting at 6.30, going to midnight. Sunday, we're going to do jazz brunches in a bunch of different places. All the information is at ScrantonJazzFestival.org. Who'll be among the artists? Well, some of the artists locally, we have a wonderful reggae band actually this year, and blues band, Young Lion. They're going to be with us. Great blues artist who won the uh, award last year for rising star blues artist King Solomon Hicks will be at the rail yard performing. Uh, Norman Taylor, another amazing blues artist. That's played in this area before, but uh, definitely if you're a blues fan, you're going to know Norman Taylor. He's going to be also at the rail yard. Alona Knopfler, the great jazz vocalist, originally from France, she'll be coming in. Nate Berkey, uh, trumpet player, he's like the heir apparent to Chet Baker in a lot of ways because he sings in that style and plays in that style. He'll be with us. My Marco Marcinko Latin jazz quintet will be playing. Man, there's just an onslaught. La Cucina's another group that's playing that I think about. The great Adam Nussbaum, a drummer who's played with absolutely everyone, will be here with John Hart on guitar. Chris Rogers, uh, the son of Barry Rogers, amazing jazz trumpet player that just moved to our area from New York. He's going to be performing. So it's just, you have to go to the website because there's just so many, there's got to be 75 to 80 artists performing in all of these venues. Can we start somewhere and wind up somewhere else? Yes, you could start at 6.30. Everything is kind of staggered. So there's places at 6.30 to 8.30. We call that the twilight set or the early set. And you can see groups there. You can move around. And then 7.30, another group starts somewhere else. 9 o'clock, another group starts somewhere else. And it staggers off. So like if your group that you are listening to is done at 9.30, you still have from 9.30 to after midnight to go to see some other groups and then another wonderful thing that never happened in the history of the jazz festival before is that colts is offering the shuttle service 
So we're gonna have the two shuttles running every 15 minutes, dropping people off at different stops so they don't have to walk from one side of the city to the other side of the city and miss anything. They could just jump on the shuttle and get there quickly. So it's really a downtown community sort of event. And there's outdoor mixed with indoor. So if you wanna make a reservation at a place like Posh, for instance, you make your reservation to go and see something for the time that you're gonna eat and, and get the music, the live music that, that accompanies that. But out on the street, when you're walking around, there's brass, two brass bands, Keep Out Brass Band is gonna be performing. Indigo Moon Brass Band is gonna be performing. So it's really gonna have Look at a New Orleans type of flavor to it. You know, if you've ever been down there, like I said, to the French Quarter, you're in the streets and there's brass bands playing. I never saw so many brass bands in my life working down there, making a living. And then there's music in the clubs, all sorts of music. So this is just a touch of that for the weekend. People are gonna be really thrilled. One thing else I'll tell you that is an amazing thing to this component, no ticket this year. We decided that we wanted all of our patrons those that would please come to the festival to go to the coffee houses to go to the bars to go to the restaurants and spend their money there because we need to prop up the businesses that lost so much during this pandemic so we've been raising money to pay the musicians and getting contributions in that respect we'll ask for donations at the festival of course you know but the main focus is make it free to the public Please come down, go and spend your money at these establishments. And you have always been a community builder, Marco. Well, really trying this year because coming out of this COVID situation, you know, it's been tough for the artists. A lot of artists went down for the count and a lot of businesses went down for the count. And uh, we have to look at our downtown Scranton and we have, we have to look at the glass half full and we have to really fill that glass even more. And you're also an educator, Marco, in addition yeah. to being a monster player. And yeah. this very week, you are here in our building with students. Yeah, we have the PA Jazz Institute. And the PA Jazz Institute, and we partnered up with WVIA and Curascura this year. So it's Curascura Presents at WVIA, the PA Jazz Institute. And there's pajazzinstitute.com for anyone that might be interested in seeing what we're doing with the students. We gather students from Lackawanna, Luzerne, Pike, Monroe County, wherever they want to come from. And over the years, they've come even further than that. And they work with professionals, you know, professionals in the music industry all week, learning about harmony, learning about theory, learning about rhythm, learning how to play different styles listening to the history of the music, you know, studying about Louis Armstrong, the where, why, and when, studying about Duke Ellington or Miles Davis or John Coltrane or Ella Fitzgerald, you know? So the students get exposed to this music in a one-week intensive sort of course. And uh, like you said, we'll be here in Studio A at WVIA, and the room is all set up to have a mini big band of sorts. The whiteboard is in there and the TV monitors and everything's ready to go. The piano's tuned and we have a drum set in there and guitar amp, bass amp. We're going to have a collection of horn players. So the students over the years, and they've always performed at the Scranton Jazz Festival, and they will. They'll perform on the 6th, August 6th, Friday night at Commonwealth Coffee, which is an awesome new venue in the downtown. And uh, the next day, they're going to play center stage at the ball at Steamtown. 
So they get two really wonderful opportunities for their parents to see them perform. They deserve that. And before we turned on the microphones, you were saying, because you are director of jazz at Penn State main campus, you really need to hear the sound of the horn. You need to hear the sound of the drummer and the nuances as well as the larger, right? There's so many, when you're learning to play an instrument, and, and I thank you for saying that, I'm the director of jazz studies at Penn State main campus, and I've had that position for several years now. And Working with the students at the college level, you know, has been wonderful and doctoral students as well as graduate students. And we've had some amazing players come out of the system down at Penn State. And some of the players that I've had at the PA Jazz Institute went on to become a music major or minor at Penn State. So it's a nice little sort of feeding sort of situation. But yes, you're right. You have to be in the room with that instrument you know hearing the student play hearing the sound hearing the nuances because with inside the tone and the timbre you're hearing certain things that you have to correct about a a student's embouchure or his technique or her technique same thing with vocalists you know it's again it's very difficult to try to set up your zoom meeting and use your computer microphone and say okay let's go at it it's very difficult and we're very thankful to wvia We're very uh, thankful to everyone that's here. And I just want to, I want to extend that love that we have for the arts together, that when I thought about where this year to host this situation, I said, we have to do it at WVIA. And here's the reason, one of the main reasons why. The television studio, the education program, the jazz record label, all the homegrown music programming, George Graham, yourself, Lisa, Chris, the new people that have just come in, your your new director. So I'm I'm very thrilled to have it here because I think education mixed with the profession, mixed with the actual profession is awesome. And then I'm gonna also ask if the kids could see the studio, see the recording studio, see what goes on here, because maybe there's someone in the institute that might take a liking to that. You never know. I just think that apprenticeship sort of thing is very important. Thank you, Erica, for everything that you do and everyone here at WVIA for all that you do. And thank you, Marco, and your team for bringing us the 16th annual Scranton Jazz Festival and the Pennsylvania Jazz Institute workshops here at WVIA. We're hearing Marco, the drummer here with Dave Liebman and friends. The piece is titled New Mambo. And we'll get to hear, actually, as part of the offerings for the Scranton Jazz Festival, it will be the Marco Marcinko Latin Jazz Quintet with Bill Washer, Paul Rostock, Bob Velez, and Tommy Hamilton, as well as Marco. That will be at Posh, and that's Saturday at 7.30. There will be a special guest appearance by Ilona Knopfler at 9 o'clock on Saturday night. Fireworks! So it's going to be quite a weekend, and it's jazz in Scranton. We had a visit from Marco Marcinko, internationally known jazz musician, educator, and artistic director of the festival, talking with us about what will find August 6th, 7th, and 8th, and it's downtown Scranton with a range of performers and multiple venues. For more information on the web, scrantonjazzfestival.org, scrantonjazzfestival.org. 
things get underway on Friday. Posh, for example, 7.30, the rail yard, 7.30, tracks, patio, 8, all kinds of things on Friday evening, building right up till the end of the evening with 10.45, the Indigo Moon Brass Band, and so much more. And then Saturday, you'll have visits from the students at the mall at Steamtown Center Stage, and as we said, Marco Marcinko's Latin Jazz Quintet. PJ's Pub will host Bill Goodwin and Bill Mooring and company, and Young Lion will be at the Backyard Ale House. All these things you can find online at scrantonjazzfestival.org, scrantonjazzfestival.org. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, August 6th, 7th, and 8th, multiple venues through downtown Scranton's business district, and for more information, scrantonjazzfestival.org. As I walked out of the building on Friday night, I cut through the TV studio, Studio A, as Marco called it, where the PA Jazz Institute workshops will be taking place this week. And there were chairs and music stands, everything that Marco described, the whiteboard, the video screen, and the piano, the great Steinway piano that we're fortunate enough to have here at the station, a drum kit, and it was just all potential. There was no one in the room, it was quiet, and you could just imagine what was going to come to life today, tomorrow, through Friday in those sessions with the professionals who will be leading these young musicians, 13 of them, in the intensives to learn more about their instruments and about the history of jazz and what it means to play with each other. And for more information, you can check PA Jazz Institute online and you'll find out, as Marco said, what they're up to.